coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to Brew with the Bennets with me, Gemma Joe Bennett, and my husband, Scotty B. Bennett, Bottom Bennett. <laughs> I love how your middle name's Joe, but with a J O. Well, what else is it going to be with a K Y? No, well, mm. uh, no, but like a J O, like a Gemma with a J and a J O. It's like your dad had a thing for J's. I don't think my dad had much say in any of it, if I'm honest. It's like Bill Oddie. It's like Bill Oddie. He had a thing for... No, because my mum wanted to call me Emma. Yeah, Eh? sorry, I just talked over you. You just talked over me. It's not interesting. Uh, Yeah, my mum wanted to call me Emma. Still a very popular name. What? Emma. Even to this day. It is. Timeless. Because of Jane Austen. So your mum wanted to call you Emma. Your dad sneezed and went, Gemma! And then that's how it happened. I don't really know what happened, if I'm honest. Well, here you are. You're here. But she did want Emma. Are you okay? Yeah, all right. You? Yeah, really good. Yeah, we're in the... Uh... Brilliant. Is that it then? Right. <laughs> See you later. Join us next week. <laughs> yeah. That's our little catch-up. You all right? Yeah, fine. You? I'm yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh mother, mothers. We're going we're gonna to move into the shed, aren't we? That's what we're going to do. Well, we just had a little conversation on the way here. Um, and Scott was like... Uh, I have to set up every week. Uh, uh, I have to do this. I don't speak. Uh, uh. Can just stop. Right. I do not speak like that. <laughs> no, Let me just carry on doing like it. Uh, uh, I've got to set up everything. It's really annoying. I have to go to your mum's um, conservatory. Why can't we just do it somewhere else? I wish we had a fixed space to do it in. And I, I was like... Speak, I don't <laughs> speak like that. Do I speak like that? No. But... Um, Basically, he was having a whinge and a whine about the fact that we haven't got a fixed abode. Yes. Uh, somewhere where we can record the podcast week on week. Somewhere where you can just set up the equipment, just rock up, just, you know, spout into the old microphone and then walk away. And it's still all there. Mm. And uh, I said, well, okay, you, why don't you just poo out your bottom loads of money yeah. and we'll have somewhere. Mm. Or, or do the way that Gemma normally does, which is to make, do and mend. Yeah. And I says, well... You'd be a really good war wife. I really would. And I says... <laughs> I really would. I really would. Be a um, good war wife. I really would. Um, and I said to him, what have we already got at our disposal? And the answer is a shed. And that little shed is really Versatile. tiny. <laughs> it's, twice, it's, it's a shoebox. It's, it's not so a shed. small, but that said... Yeah. Um, what I would say to those people <laughs> <laughs> is reuse the space. I yeah. said, let's think outside the box or outside the shed, as it were. Put, put your Ooh, phone on let's silent. Let's put that on you silent, shall we? Dickhead. We'll pop that on silent. Um, I yes, I agree. I think what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to have a fold up 
table to yeah. record. We're going to have a fold-up desk. Hinges, people. Basically, do you know what it is? It's the interior of a caravan. I was just going to say, it's like... It's des- the closest it's, you've got to your caravan. Yeah, it's like designing... Mm. When you've got a small space, how can you optimise? Yeah. So we need fold-up flaps. It's like James Bond in there. Yeah. Fold flaps. We need folding up shit. We need pop Slides. Pop-ups, fold-up tables. Sliding out. So we can have... Um, we need to reconfigure the space. So in the middle of the shed. Yeah. So if people want to imagine the shed, it's... Um, it's a, what do you call it? A central Adams, apex, Adams, Adams shed, style. Adams style. So two windows, either a window either side of the door in the centre. Mm. And um, what we need to do is, at the minute Scott's desk is to the side, but what we need to do is make that flap up to create more floor space, then have a flap down table in the middle for us to sit at to do the podcast. Yeah. Brilliant. That's what we're So do. easy. So that's my project. Yeah. yeah. Very busy weekend. It was Easter, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... Too much chocolate the kids have got. No, they haven't. It's all the way No, this is what you always say. There's an egg on every step. No, what you say, you always do this and it really annoys me. You get stressed by the amount of chocolate they get. Like, oh, we've got so much... It's this voice again. We've got so much chocolate. like that. You do. We've got so much chocolate in the house. Oh, oh. And I always say to you, okay... All right, calm down, Mr. Anti-Chocolate Man. Um, You don't have to eat it all within five hours of receiving it. It's like in your head, you're like... I'm gonna to have to eat. But you, I'm gonna to have to eat 25 eggs in five you, minutes. What you've done is you've taken the eggs out of the packaging, right. you've decanted them into present bags, and now we've just got like a raw chocolate egg just rolling around. No, lost. not you don't mean raw chocolate. Raw to the element. No, all unwrapped. It unwrapped is. egg. Just yeah, because in there. that's because the packaging melt. didn't it have stresses. No, out. it's not. Don't. It's not going to melt because the temperature isn't high enough for it to melt. If it was going to start being hot, I would put it in the fridge. But what happens is, yes, the girls have been very lucky because we've been up to Yorkshire, to Mags and Roy's over the weekend. And they've received eggs from like lots of family members. Sorry, I've got a bit of wind. I always get wind on the start of the podcast. Um, They've got eggs from friends. We went to an Easter egg hunt on Friday morning. They won eggs then. So they have got a lot of eggs, okay? But my point is you don't have to consume it all within 24 hours. This has got to last people. And so we had lots and lots of packaging. That's the thing that does depress me about eggs is the packaging. Mm. So what I've done is, and we haven't, because we are living still in the hallway, we are our kitchen is in the hallway, and we are only living in one room still. And it's it's just hell. And so the stairs then became... A storage facility for bloody Easter eggs. It's like an Easter egg museum. They're yeah. all on each step. It's no, like they're a not now though. So what I did last you night, you go from Maltese to Rolo. I opened Rolo. all the Easter eggs and yeah. allocated the girls a, a gift bag each, and all their eggs are in the gift bag. So you literally put all their eggs in one basket. Literally put all their eggs in one basket. Mm. But then and then we've had some as well. So I've put ours joint in one bag together. I bet you'll still oh well, joint bag together, which means your bag. No, and. Do you know what? Have you been quite... I never get a look monkish. in. You always eat everything and I don't even get a look in. I did eat a full egg yesterday. I know, I saw. I saw it had already gone. Yeah, it was bad. And also, let's just set the record straight. Last week's podcast, you publicly... Shamed you. Shamed me, but then confessed that you'd eaten a whole egg. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Well, I'm nothing if, if not hypo- hypocritical. And also, um, I've just seen on the news this morning, There's a, this is how you would want to be. What? You, you are like 
Well, actually, no, you're not because you you feel pressure to eat all the chocolate straight away. Like, oh, we've got to eat it because it's going to go off. But at the same time, you want to make it last. And there's a woman on the news this morning. She's kept an Easter egg for 63 years. 63? Yeah, that'll be you. You'll be like, this is an egg I've had. For That's a fossil. I've had it for 63 years. What, she's not? I remember it was the original Malteser packaging. Yeah, you'll be like, kids, don't eat it all at once. I'll take it on the Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. I remember I got this one Easter. For 63 years. 63 years? Yeah. She's old. not touched it? No. Still in the foil? Mm, I think it's still in the packaging. What make was it? Don't know. Ooh. It won't have been anything They're like that. They're weirdos, now. people who keep shit like that. Well, this podcast goes out on Sundays. Someone yeah. says it's a bit like Songs of Praise. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird programme that that's still on, isn't it? It's... I don't think... Have you ever watched it? No, it's like an odd thing. I don't think I've ever they watched it. They cut straight into the church, don't they? I always turned it off because it was... It kind of you made like me the... feel a bit like... I don't think it was because it was songs of praise. I think it was the reminder that it's Sunday night and it's school the next yeah. day. It was a when bit like... When you hear that warbling coming, Yeah. I used to hear the combina- that toxic combination mm. of the warbling yeah. plus my mum's dinner. Yeah. And that's sort of like the Sunday dinner smell. Yeah. The, the songs of praise. Yeah, Sunday night blues. I just think that. Then uh, you see the advert coming up later, Nick Berry in Heartbeat. Yeah. And you feel that going. Well, the oh, thing is, da, 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 when I was little, what? when I was little, um, Antiques Roadshow coming on on a Sunday night as well. Yeah. Go and get your bath. Go and get your bath. Had you had your bath by then? <laughs> and it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> bugles coming to bugles. I love it. I love it when they go on there and they go. They go. How did you come by this object? That was I found it on a car boot sale in Wigan. Yeah. I paid eleven pounds, and yeah. then they say, "Well, uh, if it had been in perfect condition, it would have yeah. fetched a million. But yeah. I'm afraid it's fifty pence." But the thing is, you change go, your views change, don't they? As you get older, because like now, I actually enjoy antiques roadshow. You enjoy it? Yeah, I do. I find it fascinating, interesting. But as a kid, it was like, oh, it was like it's that extra, felt like extra school, didn't it? Yeah, it felt just felt weird, just boring. Yeah. Boring and old stuff. They always say, we're coming to you live from Five Castle. Well, it's, it's Fiona Bruce now, isn't it? People queuing up in cagoules yeah. with boxes. And... I used to like the dude with really wild eyebrows and curly black hair. Who was he? I loved the experts, actually. They were quite They're good. very distinctive and do you quite there's like, eccentric. Do you reckon like a lot of competition? Like, like American, yeah, to get the best find. Like American wrestlers. Well, you know, like they've got like the, U, the WWF. Well, there was they've a got woman the world had, yeah, the WWA, the world... Wild, no, the World Antiques Federation, yeah. WAF. Yeah, the go, WAF. Have, have you seen uh, Wire, Wire Wool Eyebrows? Has yeah. got a, uh, he's just come across an ancient constable. How dare he? Well, the thing is... He always gets the breaks, that guy. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's a bit like... Um, it's like, you know, you're onto a good thing if your area, so your specialism, yeah. is generally you get the good hits. So, like, the woman on jewellery, I reckon she didn't have that many <laughs> hits. Jewelry. Because to get a real find of like diamond or whatever was really rare. Like if you got somebody who said, oh, I'll pick this up in a junk shop. I thought it was just costume jewellery. And then she says, no, it's actually 22 carat whatever diamonds and gold. I didn't show this somewhere in the region of £500,000. And you see them just do a little trump. (laughs) 
I always think I'd love someone in the background just to go, sell it! Yeah. Sell it! Oh, no, I'd love someone Heckle. to be honest and go, um, yeah, this belongs to my great-grandma, and um, so is it mean a lot to you? And she goes, no, nah, I'm just going to sell it. Yeah, imagine- How much is it worth? Oh, great, I can get my caravan. Yeah, I wouldn't sell this for anything. It means yeah. so much. My only connection to my grandma yeah. who brought me up from her yeah. when I was neglected by my own parents. Yeah. So she's been there for me as, as yeah, right uh, when no one else has. Uh, yeah. I'd insure this in the region of £750,000. Do you want it? Do you want it? <laughs> uh, can you take it now? Yeah. What about your yeah. grandma? Bollocks, Bollocks to her. Bollocks to her. I've got, I've got looked, an house She was horrible. Yeah. She was horrible. She looks after me, but, yeah. you know, time yeah. to cash in. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? exactly. It's Cheers. what she would have wanted. And that's what Nana would have wanted. Nana would have wanted a hot tub. Yeah. Well, we also said, didn't we, that kids don't really have the TV in the mornings that we had. <clears throat> so, like, Saturday mornings, yeah. you know, when you think live and kicking, going live, yeah. um, Saturday, Saturday Superstore. Was it Saturday Superstore? Saturday Superstore. Oh, that was banging, that was. Um, like, we had really good TV. Do you remember watching, like, T4 yeah. with Nikita Great Oliver? Great hangover um, And what's his face? Simon Sa- Oh, he was oh, brilliant. But then they don't now, because it's all... It's all chefing programmes. Or cooking, I have to say, it? we've... It, what it's done is, it's changed as we've grown up. It's, it's moved with us. Mm. Whereas it's left the kids behind, obviously, because of on-demand. So they have to watch, like, they watch what they want on YouTube, yeah. Netflix, whatever. Whereas I quite like, like, Sunday morning brunch and stuff. Yeah, I, I suppose... I the, like them sort of magazine programmes. The people who watched Roadrunner now watch Sunday brunch. Yeah. It's a weird thing, isn't it? It is. But I do think that, like, I mean... I've and seen... I love Saturday morning kitchen as well, still. Sa- Saturday kitchen. No, I like, I like the James Martin one on ITV yeah, now. I, I find it a weird programme. I think we've talked about this before, when they're trying to do... An interview and yeah, cook, yeah. and he's like going, I'm yeah. "Just going to put the fennel in." Yeah. When's your tour start? Yeah. I'm like, this this doesn't work, man. No, but I do like James Martin's program. Do it's you? much more. Is that from his own house? I think it is. Yeah, I think it that, is. I think it is. He's a little bit of a sex god, isn't he, for ladies? I think people do like him. I think it's just because the way he handles a pork loin. He's quite beefy, isn't he? Mm, just like the stock he cuts. <laughs> You went to RuPaul Drag Race. Oh, I did. How was that? Live. Right. Yeah, it was, can I just say, bloody fantastic. It's not the format of the show. I don't, right, let me just say, let me just say this out, outright. Me and Shelley, shout out Shelley Alban, long friend, long, love you long time, work with Shelley. So Shelley booked it last year. And we've got, we have actually got quite a good theatre group going from all my old colleagues. Yeah. So we still get together and get, we're going to see Dream Girls in May. I'm taking Liv to that one, actually. Um, so we go to like all the big shows and stuff together. Um, but Shelley said, do you fancy going to RuPaul's Drag Race? Now, I have to fess up now, and I think Shelley was aware of this. Um, I hadn't watched a lot of the series. Um, I obviously, I obviously knew, yeah, I knew bits and stuff and I knew the characters um, the but, tension between those drag queens oh, backstage. it's brilliant. It's so it good. It was quite vicious. Sometimes it can get You get the feeling catty. that they're really pleasant to each other's faces. And mm. then as soon as they're in, but yeah, she's a right but bitch. But I one. have to say, though, I think a lot of it is for the programme. Do you think a lot of it's embellished? Well, I do, because I think I think the lads know how to ham it up. I quite like it, in a yeah. way. It's, like well, the, I mean, it's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, but I have to say, I felt, going to it, I was like, I don't really know what this is going to be like. But it was incredible. And all I would say to anybody out there is even if you've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race, 
I highly recommend the live show. And the reason I recommend the, the live show is because it feels to me like you're at the Moulin Rouge in Paris and it is a cabaret of pure talent and entertainment. Right. So the winner of the series came on and she um, introduced it all and she's from Scotland. I'm saying she as in the character and she... Um, she was like, she does, I think, a bit of stand-up and stuff. You know, she was really good, very funny. Um, and then it kicked off. And basically, it was literally like a cabaret. So each wow. drag queen got a section on the show. And it was just back-to-back, one after another. Banners. So want to come out, do their thing for like three or four minutes, a big number, dance routine, or whatever was specific to their character. And then they'd go off and then they'd run a bit of VT and then the next character would come out, do their thing. So it was just like hit after hit after hit. And I never felt bored. I never thought, oh, this is dragging. Did they have it Excuse a competition? The Did they have a competition to see who we won at the end? No. All oh, right. So no. it's just a, so it's just a showcase, showcase of their talent. Cabaret. And one of them was like a pole dancer. And I'm not joking, fit as a ruddy fiddle, mm. like proper pole dancer. Upside down. Oh, the, the flexibility, and I'll tell you what as well, big shout out to the dancers who accompanied the girls. There was these four lads. They were, they danced their hearts out. They supported each drag queen right. and they danced nonstop. So was it like everyone on the feet? It was one of them, wasn't it? People dancing in the audience. They or were, were you sat? We were sat. They were, I it's mean, quite but, hard when there's a lot of energy on stage. But, was anyone? Oh, I've never been in a crowd that was so excited. The 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 applause. But it was like a hen night. It felt like it. It felt like was there any a hen nights? Hen in night. the, it must have been hen. It must be no. Hen it was such an eclectic mix of an audience. Was there any like old days? From old just sat to in young. From old to young. I'd Every. Know. I'd love it if there was a guy Every there. Every walk of life. A guy there had been brought along in his chinos yeah. with his wife who was yeah. going to the theatre and he didn't know what to expect. No, seriously. And he just sat amongst it. You, there was no there was no stereotype of who was in that audience. Amazing. You had some people in drag. You had just ordinary vanilla folk like me <laughs> and you just it was everybody and it, but I was right into it the music was banging they were picking some right tunes you were clapping along you were just just absolute standing ovations for each one so, I've never been so impressed and there was one that I'm now following on Twitter uh, on Instagram um Joe Black his name was right. and he oh, just there was something about him. He was so good. Brilliant comic timing. Um, amazing singer, performer. Charisma. Comedy, charisma. It was like watching. It felt like the Moulin Rouge. It felt like you were in Hollywood. Mm. It was ta- You were taken back to Hollywood. Well, I think I've got to go. It was brilliant. Can I go on my own? Yeah. I might go. It's so good. Well, I think charisma's got a long way in. in like, because we've been to see stuff before. Like mm. the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Hom. Yeah. Not textbook, what you would say, attractive. No. Which is he's sort of a tall, big ginger man. Yeah. But charisma, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It all sort of part of the package, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Charisma pushes... Confidence. With confidence and charisma... Can make you attractive. Makes you, yeah, 50% mm. more attractive. Yeah. Maybe 50, 20. I'd say, I'd say... More. 50, over 50%. I hope so, because I'm carrying everything. I'm, I'm really, my, my charisma and confidence yeah. is all I got. Yeah. Well, 
Scott played a blinder this weekend, didn't you, darling? Mm. Easter Sunday was also your birthday, so many happy returns. Thank you. You're now older than me. It's the two weeks of the year that you're actually... Obviously, you're always older than me. Does but it feel by, like, by numbers, you are 43 you, and I'm 42. This is when you feel like Monica in Friends going out with Tom Selleck. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Distinguished and, that year. Yeah, I'm yeah. using... I'm leaning on that year. Yeah, I feel exactly. Like old, you've got an older man. Yeah. An older man with experience. Oh, I told Liv the other day, I said, do you know what it's called when you've got a younger man, a toy boy? And she went, ooh, that sounds horrible. I was like, yeah, it, it is does, horrible, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other way around is a cougar. Yeah. Which is No, it's horrible. the same way around, isn't it? Hmm? Yeah, from the toy boy's yeah, perspective. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cougar, cougar. Um, and um, I, think, I think something did happen to me when I turned four, because I got back in mm. from my birthday. Stupidly, I booked gigs. I booked a gig on my birthday. Yeah, in, so... Norfolk. And it was awful because was it was wild. such a love... We were at your mum and dad's. Don't make me feel bad about no, it. No, no, no. I'm just saying I felt bad for you because did, yeah. it, was it was such a, a beautiful day. day. It was God sunny. Had de- God had delivered on daddy's yeah. birthday. We were, I mean, I having a birthday on the same day that Jesus risen and Easter eggs were available yeah. makes me feel like the son of God. Well, there you go. Maybe I have come back. You're maybe def- maybe that age 43, he yeah. thought, today, Scott, mm. we're going to have a sunny day. Mm. It's Easter egg day. Yeah. And my son has risen. Yeah. Happy birthday. Exactly. And what did I do? You went to work. Went to Norfolk. But the thing is, yeah, it was such a beautiful day. We're in the garden. I think your dad and Ross were having a beer and a bit of a G&T and... And then you had to go to work, and I just felt so bad. But thought, you booked it, mate. The problem is... What a tit. It, I, I'd regret it. The gig was fine. Yeah. It was a nice gig. Yeah. Norfolk is an odd place, because you feel like you're going... These two. These are too far away from anyone, these people. Yeah. It's like another... It's like... You, you feel like you go to people like you go... Have you been to anywhere? No, no one's been anywhere. I think what it is... Because it's like six or seven days. It's like the outback the thing of is, the UK. You know what it is? It's like... Well, you know England is called, if you look at the spelling, Eng land. Mm. Now, Eng in German means narrow, narrow mm. land. Oh, very good. Thank you. Is that good? Um, so, you know, when you think of like England as a strip down the middle, like the M1 and, yeah. you know, but Norfolk and that way, you don't you don't go through that. You don't pass it for anything, do you? If you're going, you intend to go. Yeah. And so, therefore, it's like an area of the country that's a bit unspoiled well, and untouched, isn't it? Well, that's it? why they get sort of accusations of being inbred, because you feel like, well, why? you're not going to travel out of here. No. It's miles away. Yeah. You do feel like it's too well, far. Well, the roads are also not great, oh, are they? They're just shitty roads. And then you like you see those signs that just say turnips at the end of someone's drive, and that's the yeah. only information. Yeah. Like, you see yeah. that regularly, and like yeah. so, you're driving through most of the most of the roads have got no middle white line. Yeah. It's all very odd. Yeah, it's all a bit Middle Earth. Yeah, but the gig was fine. But yeah, it was one of those where I did think what I've done again is I've I always feel like, and I've said to you with this extension going on and stuff, and I think that's part of my psyche. I feel like I can't shake that. Like my dad had that where it would be like, oh, can you earn money? Is earning money more important than your relaxation? And it is. And it, it shouldn't be. I know, and I it now isn't. regret it because I'm tired and but stupid. Also, but you miss out as well, don't you? I know when I miss and out. And the thing is... As well, I drive uh, no, away, but, uh, you could be making memories. No, but the thing is, I talked to um, a friend this morning. She runs her own business. Yeah. And we were saying that this is what's hard about running your own business because the only way you get time off is if you make it happen. Nobody's going to make you have holiday. Nobody's going to say to you, take this day off. And she was saying that, 
um, she'd got a job to do for a client on Good Friday. They messaged and said, we'd like to proceed. Right. Can we do it? And she, she could have said, yeah, I'll do it today. But what she actually said was, the earliest I can do this for you is Tuesday, if that's okay. And the client went, yes, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, she said I was about an inch away from saying, I'll do it straight away. Mm. But it was Good Friday. And she says, I was having a holiday with my family. I wanted time off. I wanted a few days off. And I felt like if the client isn't happy with that, they'll go elsewhere. But the, the chances are they will wait because Just- I've said... This is the this is what's happening, and yeah. it takes you to be strong, doesn't it? To say, well, normally also as well, it's the fear of you thinking that they're gonna gonna go away, but they won't because that's probably if they what they were product, expecting anyway. Yeah, and they're either waiting for you or going with someone else they don't want to do. The thing it. is, obviously, we know that if you give an inch, people will take a mile, won't they? So if yeah. you show willing, yeah, people don't think, oh, he needs a day off. I know. I need to get better at it. I need to get. I know better it's at it. hard. I know, but I, I knew I'd turn forty-three anyway when I got in. I got in, and the house was quiet, and I ended up putting on status quo acoustic live from the roundhouse. Is that what you watched? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I thought, God, I know I've hit forty-three. Wow. Listening to them do whatever you want with cellos and violins. What time did you Surprisingly get in? Surprisingly good. O'clock. Yeah, surprisingly good. We didn't get time to do this, and I, I'm sorry about that, but a couple of years ago, we went to our friends at Gawthorpe, and um, oh, yeah. your, your best man, best man Phil... Did he do it? ...did the sack race. Now, now he did tell him about the coal race, race. The coal race, the coal race. And he did it again yesterday, and he smashed his time. So if anybody knows, you know, Google it, Gawthorpe is um, an ex-mining town. Yeah. And they, they have, have the mad tradition. Yeah, the coal race is where you start at the bottom of the village. Yeah. You have to run up the hill with a sack of coal on your back. Now, the bag of coal weighs, what, 20 kilograms, 25, or is it more? I don't know. It's, it's like a, a big bag of gravel. When he suggest, when he told me he was going to do it, I was coal. like... It's they coal. All, they all have black soot all over them. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And he came, I think he was eighth. God, he's really got some yeah. pace then, hasn't he? He really did well. I mean, it's a ridiculous thing to Even do, Even his isn't it? brother-in-law came over from Ireland and did it as well. But what a ridiculous thing. Get this coal on your back. Yeah, but if that's... If you stop, he did really you ain't well. picking it back up. You see them at mm. the end fall and put yeah. it onto the van. Yeah. And then it's But just... it's a great event because the village are all out and they're mm. all out lining the streets. Everybody's cheering and... It was a gorgeous day again. I mean, in the times of uh, fuel crisis, yeah. that bag of coal's worth fortune. Exactly. I'd have just carried on running and yeah. put it straight it in your fire. house, put it straight on your fire. So we come eighth. Well done, eighth. Phil. I know. Smashed it. The coal race. Yeah. So you see, I mean, he, that, he was doing that on his day off. True. It, on his day off from work, he put a coal on his head yeah. and ran up He's been up training. He has been training for it. How do you train for that? Put, just put some heavy child on your back across your head. Up, yeah. You can't really train on coal, can you? Just I think oh. they do. I think they do train with the coal. <laughs> That's such a northern thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a really shit rocky, yeah. isn't it? Do, 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 get yeah. coal on yeah. some. It's great, Coming though. Up, it's a great event. Big pint of gravy it's, it's at the like, end. It's like lots of these villages have their like, yeah, well dressings and stuff. Yeah, and all the, what's the cheese run? Yeah, that's mental. Is that Gloucester? That's Gloucester. I've seen that. It's one of the most dangerous Where they roll things. it down the hill. They break bones. Really? They Why? get every year. Why aren't you seeing them? They go down the hill trying to Is catch the cheese. Is it chasing the cheese? Chasing the cheese. 
It's mental. It's the one cheese. There's one cheese that goes vertically. It goes, yeah. And then they run, but then they can't stay on is the feet. Is it a big, massive cheese? It's a big, massive wheel of cheese. Yeah. I think it is Gloucester. Or is it like near, is it near Cheddar Gorge or somewhere? It's that sort that of is area. Gloucester, isn't it? Yeah, sort of Gloucestershire way. And um, they they fall. Mm. So like the, to catch the cheese, yeah. some of them like just control yeah. falling, but they like break collarbones, they oh break my arms. God. There's like police, there's ambulances on standby. Oh my God. And imagine God. that, going next to someone in, now, in the hospital. What happened to you? Car accident. What happened to you? Oh yeah, I fell off a ladder. What about you? Cheese run, mate. Yeah. Imagine, mad, imagine coming out, like going to work. Cheese, mate. Mind cheese. you, you on, used to- I was going to say, you used to do fell running and coming mm. down some of the fells used to be really hairy, didn't it? Scary shit. Some of those yeah. lunatics. Yeah, they go really fast, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they come flying past and just a lot of them like were real sort of testosterone-fueled yeah. men in shorts, yeah. bare-chested, yeah. and they'd just sort of come past you. Yeah. Or nipples perch, just... Yeah. A news anchor in America... Fox News, a little bit right of mm. politics, but this is a funny story. Tucker Carlson, which is a great name, isn't it? Yeah. That's such an American name. Yeah. Tucker Carlson. Mm. He's gone on there, right? And he's saying that the uh, that he's done a documentary, he's mm. produced a documentary called The End of Men, right? Mm. And he's saying that male masculinity is under threat. Right. Right? Now he's saying that basically... He said that men, men's identity and men's testosterone levels are dropping. So that's the same. That's the reason why men have not got the same sort of power that they've got in society anymore. It's got nothing to do with politics and, you know, the fact that we're balancing society. He don't think it's that. He thinks yeah. the fact that men aren't real men anymore. Okay. And that's this why they've got all the mental health problems and stuff. So in an interesting way, the conversation about men and uh, what makes a man is quite interesting as a thing anyway. I'm quite fascinated by all mm. that. And I think men have lost their way. I've talked about this before. Men have lost their way because yeah. they don't know if they're going to be providers yeah. or carers. Yeah. And the, the male identity, particularly yeah. American men, because yeah. American men have that Levi's sort of traditional riding yeah. bareback on horses yeah. thing. So he's done this documentary. The trailer for it is absolutely hilarious. So basically what it is... It's a montage of men chopping wood, taking ice baths, right? And sort of wrestling, milking cows, all bare-chested. It's the most homoerotic thing since Top Gun. Now, <laughs> I've got a very good memory of Top Gun. My mate, Scott Malouli, who I've talked about before, yeah. when we used to go to his house, yeah. we used to remember when I stayed over, yeah. I once popped my head in and, in and he was in bed with another guy called Dicko. Yeah. Because I said to you, we, nothing weird going yeah. on. They just slept together. Yeah. But they were sat up yeah. and they were watching Top Gun, yeah. but they were bare-chested. That seems funny. <laughs> I'll get yeah. through the danger zone. <laughs> just sort of bare-chested boys. Yeah. It was weird. So anyway, it's the most homoerotic video. And it, but then the best one, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. He suggests that men should expose their testicles to LED lighting. Why? To help produce more testosterone. No. And this is the image I'm going to show you. So there's a man <laughs> stood. I'm showing Gemma a bit. There's a man stood with arms outstretched. Oh, my God. And he's got a machine, Gemma, hasn't he? 
which has put a glow. Google it. Do you know what it looks like? A giant COVID test. It's like a giant COVID test, but on your balls. So he says that the red light, basically, the red light therapy is not about tanning, but it's about improving the skin's appearance, reducing wrinkles, scars, redness, and acne, and produce... Ball sacks are very wrinkly. They are, but I mean testicle tanning to produce more testosterone. Now, what do you think of that, Gemma? Is that right, then? That's what he says. It's going to... It's going to... It's going to... Do you think that men... What do you think about do that? Do you have to be on the top of a hill? Top of a mountain, arms yeah, outstretched. Yeah. It feels... When I saw the advert, I was like, this is a man's fantasy. But is it, it is, though? I don't know. I think it's his fantasy. I, I think he's trying say, to tell us something. Well, I don't know any other men. Is I, it your fantasy? I do not. the top of a hill with a red light on your balls? But also, that area is yeah. very sensitive. Mm. When I had light therapy... But would you like it to be warmed up, though? Oh, I always love them to be warm. <laughs> That's why men spend so long with their hands down there. Isn't it meant to be bad, though, for them to be too hot? Well, uh, well, yes. That's why they're on the outside of your body. It reduces fertility because mm. they said men putting them in hot baths like a little dim sum. <laughs> <laughs> if you put them in the bath, it reduces your sperm count. You um, you sauté them. No, you. Uh, <laughs> it's like a bain marie, isn't it? You're it's a bit of steaming them. Yeah, steaming steam them. dumplings because they float to the top. Yeah, but they, they said yeah because a hot bath reduces. Yeah. So I don't know where it's got the idea of testicle tanning from yeah. and, and he's saying that but then again he's not talking about sperm is he he's talking about testosterone well, he's talking about heat treatment yeah. and they said like i just the testicle tanning thing mm. i just find it really funny that they're saying male male mental health crisis yeah. there's a lot of men committing yeah. suicide wondering yeah. about where their mm. place is in society do you know what the answer is heat your balls up heat your balls up mate <laughs> do you know what though he ought to just get himself you know volvos they have heated seats it's really nice. Have you been in one? Yeah, it makes. Who's got? Sal's got a hot seat. Hot seat. Yeah, and um, she'll just give me the nod, like, "Do you want a hot seat?" And I'll be like, <laughs> "Yes, please." What? Jill, God, you want me to switch it on? Yeah, and it's lovely. Because if she didn't tell you, you'd think you'd pissed yourself. Well, they say that, but I never do. It's, it just feels really nice. Does it? Hot bum. Hot bum. It's so nice. It's like underfloor heating. There's just something nice about being heated somewhere. You're if not you, meant to be you, heated. If you had underfloor heating, would you, I'd be laid face down with the balls but on it. isn't it nice to have warm feet? That's what cats do. And, find, a, um, find the heat spot. Warm feet or, yeah, just a hot bottom is really good. <laughs> do you yeah, know what? Do you really know what I might nice. do? Get, just heat, get some gloves. Yeah. Imagine if I just, you just... Little, I don't know. Cup. It's just weird. It's like my mum's always got a hot water bottle on the go, though. Yeah, always. She's so nesh. Yeah, your so I always nesh. remember coming around to your house and your mum would in be in front asleep, of the fire, like a cat. Yeah, but like in the fetal she misses position, the fire, laid in front of the radiant on the fire, floor. but literally almost touching the she radiant fire. She loved it. She used to it, have it, like, a pillow. She used to get a pillow on the floor yeah. and lie in front of the fire. <laughs> so an old gas miser fire. I remember that fire. And, and the, yeah, and she was like. You know, this like is cat. like this is like twenty years ago. So she was yeah. quite young then, really. But that was her absolute. She loved it. But Kipping d- on the floor in front of the fire. Yeah, don't getting she burns. used to be so hot, really hot. <laughs> what like like she? You touch her and she yeah, her like, back would be really toasty. But like, I remember doing it. It was really nice. You you I don't know. Have you inherited the heat? See heat? No, seeking? I'm hot. I'm a hot sweater. You are sweaty. Aren't no, you? I'm not sweaty anymore. Actually, that must be. Perimenopause is drying me up a bit. No, you got the Prince Andrew, mate. Yeah. You've gone Prince exactly. Andrew, don't sweat. I've got a Prince Andrew, Ain't yeah. no sweat on you. Do you know but what? I am drying up a bit. I don't sweat like I used to when I was a teenager. 
I used to be sweaty, Betty. We've talked about it. You used to erode your it stitching. It's awful. Terrible. I, I do, I'm cupping myself because yeah. I'm sort of reminiscing about... Right. Um, I don't think it's good to expose testicles to that heat because do you remember when I had light treatment for my eczema? Yeah, you had to cover it. They, they you had can, to put a sock on it, didn't you? Me, she said, can you bring a sock with you for yeah. the appointment? Yeah. And I was like, what's this about? And it only it didn't click. She didn't say a sock. Bring a sock. Really? In the re, in the letter from the NHS, you it said, give you like some a... patients prefer to bring a sock. And then okay. I thought, it's a football sock. Yeah. I had to borrow one of Sophia's. Yeah. No, but it's like... Because they just had to put the whole thing in You think they there? give you like a... You know, almost what? like a... Um, you know when you're doing a bit of sanding and you have one of them masks? Yeah. Just one of them, like Sandra, a little paper cup. Sandra, have you got a, co- a cock sock? Yeah. Just a whole drawer yeah. of co- that says cock socks on yeah. them. Just pop that over, a little cock sock. What, like when you're trying on a pair of shoes, they just have a basket of them? <laughs> what? And then oh, put it back afterwards. The yeah. Someone's had that. Yeah. You, we wash them. We yeah. wash them. I had to wear goggles, like mm. a little John Lennon... Oh, Red Can you imagine though putting a pop sock on your knob? Oh. It'd look like a little burglar. Yeah. No, it? it looked like one of those hostages. In, yeah. You know, in Abu Ghraib when yeah. they got done, the, the soldiers. Yeah. It had that, it's the saddest thing. Yeah. Looking in the mirror, yeah. Elton John glasses yeah. on, little red specks, little, yeah. little hooded, yeah. little Horrible. man hooded. Yeah. And then she said, um, Oh, I just looked in the mirror and then the, a woman had to come in with me and turn on the sunbed. And yeah. I just thought, I've never felt less. less. Attractive yeah. in my life. Yeah. Shit skin. Yeah. Tiny sock. Yeah. John Lennon Brilliant. glasses. Brilliant. Then I came out and there's a woman what a look. completely covered in tar. Yeah. It was a weird building Strange that place. one. It was yeah. like being tarred and yeah. feathered. Yeah. And then like it yeah. was like home alone or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. And I had that sort of thing over the hand door handle, yeah. but on my own nads. Oh, so yeah. there you go. That's what they're doing in America. You used to clean stark naked, didn't you? Well, not stark <laughs> naked, but... Well, maybe I did, I don't know. Because then um, you always used to get in no, the shower but ma- at the No, a lot end. of people do that. My mum's like that. What? You, like, in the morning, if you start cleaning, you get really sweaty. There's no point in having a shower, so you're just sort of cleaning your pants and what have you, <laughs> and then just get a shower afterwards. Loads of people do that. Really? There's yeah. a lot of naked cleaners? Yeah. Loads of people I know do that. I can see the sense You can in see in the sense in it. But, like, just yeah. in your brow and pants doing... Yeah. I want to break yeah, free. It's exactly. like that video, isn't it? It is. Um, Gemma, this is another story that's Go popped on, up online. Uh, the country with the biggest penis size has been revealed. Go on then. Do you want to guess? Um, America, because of the population? No. Ecuador. Ecuador. Do you know that song? Ecuador. Yeah. I was just thinking, obviously, the most people you got more chance of having a big schlong, haven't you? Well, it said here, whether people are concerned about the size or shape or any other aspect for that matter, most have wondered at some point whether ours is big enough. Penis size can have an impact on confidence and self-image. Ecuador are the most well-endowed with an average penis size of 6.93 inches. Good God. Jesus Christ. The thing is, though, what I'm going to say is, and this must be a bit for men as it is for women, that, you know, having massive bazonkers... Um, boobies isn't always a good thing. No. Like lots of women get bad backs, they are cumbersome. They end up having to have them reduced. Yeah, having reductions, they um, get um, trouble getting bras, it can hinder sporting activities. So I imagine for a man, if you've got a massive schlong when it's flaccid, 
just annoying. It's just annoying. Just, just hanging like, about. I mean, because yours isn't internal, is it? It's all hanging there. And... <laughs> I thought you were going to say what my size was there. No, no. I mean, <laughs> you're just, no, just going to say because yours isn't that big. No, and... but do you know what I mean? It's just like it's there, isn't it? Hanging and and in the way. It's bad design. It is bad design. I mean, I, I understand. Down. I understand the design of it in terms of biology. Yeah. But it would be better, like. I mean, I was having a right good look at the cows yesterday in the field. Because <laughs> me, and, I love me you. and Mags, oh, it made me laugh as well. Poppy's my um, niece. And uh, every time I called your mum Mags, she'd go, no, it's grandma. And really you, Yorkshire. Yeah, it's so cute. Because I kept calling her Mags and she's like, Auntie Gemma, who's this? it's grandma. Who's this Mags? Yeah, who's this Mags? It's not Mags, it's Grandma. So you were looking um, at cows. So me and Mags were like, I says, because we, we walked up to um, up to the farm and there's this like um, holding area and in the stable, not stable, like there was a, a gated off, holding fenced area. off. You make it sound like they're going through, uh, you know, customs or something. Yeah, well, there's through this like... immigration. There's this like fenced off bit with four, we think, bulls in there, mm-hmm. right? And then... Um, I think they were bulls, definitely. And then we went to the field, and we think they were all female in the field. But we couldn't always see the udder, because they weren't, like, full milking cows. They weren't, like, massive udders. So it, I was like, I was having a, I was having to have a right good look, and I was saying, I was saying to your mum, is that a boy or is that a girl? And we're like, I don't know. And we're, like, getting his heads down, trying to find... Laid the, under the, a yeah, cow. <laughs> trying to find the dinky winkies. And we couldn't spot him. What a day. Oh, and it made me laugh as well because we call we call the men's bits dinkles. That's not from your side, is it? Because what did you call it? A willy? Tail. A tail. Yeah, that's which is it. horrible. Yeah, I've heard your mum say tail. That before. is a horrible. It makes it sound like a I'm a piglet. Well, put your tail away. <laughs> oh, it's no. a piglet, or like the devil. Yeah. It's like the devil's tail. Yeah, tail is horrible. Well, I love the word dinkle. It makes tails me laugh. like oh. Yeah. So. um... And because my cousins, they also call them dinkles. Um, but it made me laugh because my cousin Dawn, she's one girl in a family of boys. So she's got two sons, obviously husband Dan, and even the dog Barney is a boy. And so Ali wrote her a Christmas card and it said to Dawn and the dinkles. <laughs> <laughs> like the, new, fam- really like the new family in Emmerdale. Yeah, well, you are Scott and the fairies. Oh, my God. Because you're surrounded by girl bits, aren't you? Mind you, you have got Bob. Bob the cat, mm. he's got a little dinkle. <laughs> but you're, you're Scott and the fairies because we yeah. call the girls bit a fairy. Do you want to know what? Fairies and dinkles. Do you want to know? Uh, Why are we talking about this? I don't, well, do you want to know the smallest? Dinkle. Penis, smallest dinkle. Smallest dinkle. Oh, I was going to say something about that programme we Ta- were on. Taiwan mm. and Philippines, only four inches. That doesn't sound that small. I thought you were going to say like four centimetres. It's average though. So there'll be people with really small well, ones, like micro. But I'm presuming maybe the girls have got smaller mufties, have they? Well, maybe. It's I just think it's all re- relative. You've got a big nail. I used to think, you know, when you when you um, you don't want to be banging a big peg in a rat. Small whenever hole. when everyone said I was overweight or something, yeah. my response used to be, "You got a big nail. You need a big hammer." <laughs> well, I don't get it. What? As in, I've got a big nail. Yeah, why? Because you were overweight? Yeah, so I need a big hammer. Okay, got it. Because it's in proportion with my big nail. <laughs> Can you not get that? Yeah, I do I mean, get the it ironic now. thing is I haven't got a big nail, but I've got a big... <laughs> 
But yeah, so yeah. go on. What were you going to say? But yeah, my, like, there's some people have those micro micro penis. No, I do feel sorry for those guys. Well, not, I do. I what mean, are you going to do there? I mean, seriously, that is a problem if you're a bloke. I do feel sorry for them because, and the reason is, there's is because obviously do. women can feel. Um, I can understand how some women really want boob jobs if they've got absolutely no breast at all. What I'm trying to say here is, is that I'm not, I can appreciate that it can make a woman feel feminine, Mm. right? Because if you think about it, even like, even like if you look at the drag queens and stuff, obviously they try and emulate a bust sometimes. So why are we doing that if it's not to feel feminine? Mm. Do you see? I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I think you have to have a bust to be feminine, but I'm saying that it is traditional programming. Yeah, I think. Although that might change. Maybe over it will the years. change. But all I'm saying is, it's quite is interesting that to see if it does. It is interesting, and I think different cultures as well. There are typical body shapes for different cultures. I think as well. Well, there'll be some cultures that like a long neck. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, so I do feel sorry for women if if they feel like they're not happy with not having much bust. Yeah. Okay. Because if you know, even thinking about it when I was little like when you're a teenager and stuff, you're waiting for your boobs to come, you know. Um, Because I didn't have much boob growing up because I was very sort of quite, you know... Svelte. Well, what do you call it? You know, like, there wasn't much to me. Bony. Um, Until I became a bit more buxom kind of thing. and But that's fine. Um, But what I would say is women don't need boobs to procreate. No. Right? Uh, Whereas a man... It's quite a vital piece of equipment, isn't it? Also, Do you see what I'm saying? And also... And I don't know the ins and outs, excuse the pun, I don't know the ins and outs of how that would work if your bits and bobs aren't long enough. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, Scott, I'm saying to you, I don't know. Well, I've not looked into this. I think this. the bigger problem is the fact that... Go on. There'll always be people who want to have sex with women, but there will not... Be, the, the, there's a lot of people who don't want to have sex with men, and that's that's why is that? Because I think women will generally get a partner Do you if think they so? want one. I think there's still that power shift in society. Okay, I think men are desperate. Okay, <laughs> is the bottom okay. line. Okay, I think so. I think that a, a lot of blokes, but I think for men it feels like it's still a part of. Or maybe this Tucker Carlson guy from Fox News yeah. has got the answer. Yeah. Maybe if we put some red light on it, it yeah. might grow. I yeah. don't know. Put a little propagator on it, yeah. put it under, yeah. I don't know, put some seeds on it, yeah. water it three yeah. times a day. Yeah. But I think if you have got a micro penis, I think that is a massive problem for a bloke. I'm I sure it because is. Because I, I mean, you know. You're competing with well, other men. At the end of the day. Procreate. Well, at the end of the day, we all say things to make each other feel better about stuff. Like, obviously, the message we give to our children is it doesn't matter what you look like. Mm. Everybody's different. And, of course, we mean that absolutely 100% sincerely. Like, I've got a massive nose, you know. (laughs) And in my heart of hearts, yes, I wish I had a smaller nose. But I'm very accepting of the way I look now. And everybody out there, every listener who's listening to this, I guarantee there's something probably about them they don't like particularly. Yeah. But they might have a level of acceptance like me as well. And they've learned to love whatever. You know, I just... I do genuinely, I'm quite happy with myself in that. I don't care anymore. So you should be. Yeah. But. Um, Interestingly, I've just. As but a... I'd be lying if I said to you, I don't sometimes feel conscious of it. I do. Yeah. I do. I, I would be lying. And, I, and I'm, I'm about being honest about it. Do you know, is it Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing? Yeah. 
she, had a nose job. It came up. Did you see that news story over the weekend? No. She she's put a, she's doing a book or something. Oh. And she said that she had a nose job done. Yeah. And it was the worst decision for her career. Yeah, because it changed the way she looked. She didn't look like her anymore. No one believed she was her. No. So she was at like some sort of event, and yeah. someone said. She said I was in Dirty Dancing, and she was yeah. like, "No, you weren't." Yeah, she's like, "No, I'm Jennifer Grey." Yeah. Like, "No, you're not." No, and the nose had changed her entire it face. It did because when she was in Friends, I said to I remember watching the episode when she was in it, um, um, which is years ago now, and I was like, "That's Jennifer Grey." Yeah, and I and eyes, I couldn't believe mouth. it. Yeah, because she looks so different. I was like, "Jesus, she's had a nose job," and it really did. It it didn't. She I mean, it's, so, a, it's a cracking nose I'm job, I'm not saying though. she was be- wasn't beautiful afterwards. She was still a beautiful, attractive woman, but it wasn't her. Because mm. she was beautiful before. She uh, was beautiful before. Yeah. And it's a, it's a major part of your face. It is. So she struggled to get roles. Yeah, yeah. Because they said, yeah. we don't know who you are. No. Which is madness. Yeah. Because effectively, she eroded yeah. her Career. performances. Yeah. Because she changed it's her weird. nose. I mean, think of her in Ferris Bueller as well. That was the old Jennifer Grey. Yeah. Really recognisable. Yeah, and in... And so dancing, pretty. So pretty, amazing. Yeah. And two big films. Yeah. And then they go like, well, the nose, mate. The nose, yeah. get your old nose it's back. weird, isn't Imagine it? Imagine going back in and going, put the old one back yeah. on. You should have had it interchangeable. Yeah. For weird. weekends weird. and for work. Weird. Weekend and work knows. Weird. So anyway, yeah, small... Oh, so has she done a book then? She's doing a book or she's done some... She's... I'd be interested to know I think she's done a book what she feels I, I don't about know, that I don't then. know why it popped up on my timeline, mm. but I just thought I'd mention it. So there you go, Gemma. Ecuador. But I think... Is where you need to go. I think... Um, I do think that no matter... Everybody's... Or, there's always something that you're not happy about, but I do think... Oh, I, just, I do feel sorry for blokes if, you know, when it's part of, at the end of the day. Why are you whispering? It's know. just me and you. <laughs> I know, but at the end of the day. Yeah. If, if, like you're, whispering. if you're not satisfying somebody. Yeah. That's hard, isn't it? That means you're married. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, I know That must be hard, though. Yeah. Maybe you just, but maybe if you. Because ha- you wouldn't believe them when they said, it's fine. No, You'd but, be like. No, but what you would ha- maybe have to have is um, if you had a partner who was really understanding and said, well, there's other ways that we can supplement this. Yeah. Because obviously there are things like... Vibrators. (laughs) (laughs) Vibrators. Why did you break it down into three syllables? I feel embarrassed. But it's just me and you chatting this. Do you know when you imagine you going into that? I'm in my mum's conservatory. Going, Can no, I? I'm in my mum's conservatory. And you've just said vibrators. <laughs> imagine that going into yeah. Am Summers. I would like to buy. Um, can I help you today? Yeah. I would I'd like, like to buy a, a vibrator. A vibrator. Don't because see it. No, but too fast. the thing is, the thing is, you do get women with really small chuffs. <laughs> and also, yeah. um, I suppose there's the opposite one. Which I mean, is... <laughs> throwing Scott's, a, Scott's just put his hands really far above. Throwing a, chucking a chip down an alleyway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I have had two, two kiddies. 
Yeah. And they were rather large. They were big. What, were nine pound? Nearly, nearly. Eight, Fucking ten and eight, seven. Out, yeah, women are bigger than that, though. That's a big pilot hole, isn't it? Well, let's just say it's going to, it's going to, I mean, they're snapping back and they're snapping back. They, they came out. Spray it, you they, just spat on me. They came out like a watermelon falling out of a bag for life. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> do you know when you chuck your chopping in the hallway yeah, and it just sort of rolls out? Of course it's going to do something. Do you know what though? But in a way, yeah, that sort of shows that it takes its toll on your body. It's just your body, isn't it? I do feel like that is, I don't quite, I think men don't quite appreciate that sacrifice. No, I don't think they do either. It's insane. And I don't. I, it's I, like a permanent I change think, to your body. Yeah. Permanent. Yeah. I, I think... I don't think you can appreciate it. It's impossible unless you've been through it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think men, men would be shit at giving birth, wouldn't they? Oh, well. We've, Whinging. We've always said this, haven't we, that if yeah. men gave birth, there'd be a, some sort of cat flap system by now. They'd have sorted it out. I mean, I know there's a C-section, but it's a major, major operation. When they pull that little tent over you, People, like a crime scene. You know when you're little, you always think of C-section as like the easy option. It's like, mm. oh, I don't fancy pushing it out of a little tiny hole i'm Doesn't gonna go work. for c-section it's not like that is it but it's like eventually you're like actually i don't want a c-section because that's like massive you're right surgery. you know you're right that is the worst part of the body human body's design by far yeah a baby yeah coming out of a smaller hole yeah doesn't work no it's mental and that's where he let everyone down, did mm. Jesus or God or whoever. Well, the thing that, is... You think that biology would have moved it evolution. on. And he'd have had like a zip. Well, maybe in like another six million years. Or you just open it. In another six million years, potentially, it'll... There'll be something else. What you need is like a cargo bay that joins the perineum and the bum what, hole. What? And the whole thing just opens. Yeah. And just... It just falls Some out. sort of like zip. When you used to watch it on films, mm. it's the most unrealistic depiction of childbirth because they go... <laughs> No, they don't. And then they'd have a little I bit think... of sweat, a little bit of a red head, think... and they'd go, well done, congratulations. And it comes out perfect. It doesn't come out covered in mucus and shit. No. just comes out and they go, congratulations, you've I got a baby on. I disagree. I think a lot of films make it more dramatic. Really? And make it scarier than it needs to be. <clears throat> Obviously, some women do have quite traumatic births, but a lot of women don't have. I Why th- are we talking about this? I think because we talked about... Uh, body image but I think what the actual reality is if someone said to you what is childbirth like I said childbirth is watching your wife take a shit on your daughter's head because it all comes out everything comes out doesn't it yeah yeah weird isn't it weird but anyway there you go you wouldn't do if someone showed you it do you remember okay here's here's something that's fascinating because our kids um, Sophia's been doing about animals mammals and what I find incredible is yeah. that when a giraffe gives birth, the baby often drops a metre and a half to the floor. A metre and a half? Yeah. And then stands up. Like a bungee jump. Pretty much straight away. Now, Just, don't you think that's amazing? Oh, I, I love watching that because they stand up and they yeah. go, shit, I've got legs. Don't you think and it's that? like watching a drunk bloke come yeah. home from the pub, innit? But, they try and stabilise themselves and they're slipping on afterbirth. But what I find amazing that. is that humans <laughs> are this incredibly intelligent animal but yet their development is at such a... When they are actually born, their development is so far off where they're going to be Mate, that's as a, a grown point. adult. 
Um, that is know, a good point. And walking takes 12 months. Where's Whereas it? a giraffe pops out, drops from bloody a metre and a half, and then gets up and walks around. It's because they've instantly got to outrun a lion. It's because they've got to run well, a lion. Well, absolutely. Go, there's a lion. Imagine yeah. that, your first word. Shit, lion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even used to these legs yet. Just powering yeah. across the thing. Yeah. That's a, I didn't know they dropped a metre and a half. Yeah. Oh, well, just think how high up the bum hole is. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they come out the bum hole, but, you know, the foof. It's high up, isn't it? Maybe that's what you need to do. Some women give birth like that, straddled onto a mat, mm. onto like a home birth, yeah. onto a piece of tarpaulin. Yeah. yeah. Came down dangling like a magic tree air freshener. Oh, Scott, this is awful. No, but this is... Yeah. I think childbirth mm. is the nearest we come to being animals again. Yeah, yeah. Where it, it, it erodes all the yeah. stuff of like mm. the trappings of like yeah. makeup and and well, you're and, certainly and not like bothered about sophisticated being naked. and, and westernised. Yeah. Then you're right back in that. Clothes are irrelevant. <clears throat> fluid. Yeah. Blood. Shit. Yeah. All right, that's enough now. That's enough. Okay. Bienvenue, le petit test vocabulaire pour Scott Bennett. I love how you say For Scott, Scott Bennett. I've been listening to these like mindfulness. Have you? Because I love the way you say. Let's just say some French for you. Bonjour, ce matin, je vais faire un petit test vocabulaire avec mon mari qui s'appelle Scott Bennett. With Marie. Marie. Who's Marie? No, that means my husband, Mon Marie. Mon Marie. Qui s'appelle, who is called, yeah. Scott Bennett. It does feel like we're in a French restaurant oui, for yeah. Valentine's Day and there's a man playing oui. Oui, the guitar. Oui, c'est vrai. Il, euh, il joue de la guitare. Yeah. C'est très, très... Bonjour. C'est super. Alors, mon mari you know? a les cheveux blonds. Can I, can I remember? When I um, used Il vient de Yorkshire. Listen. d'Angleterre. Vabrito. Je voudrais un caravan, s'il vous plaît. Um, when I used to listen to... When we used to do our listening test yeah. at French, yeah. it always used to be... It used to ring and then it used to go... Allô? <laughs> allô? I always used to aggressive allô. Allô? Uh, Alors, je voudrais un chambre simple, s'il vous plaît. That was, I would like a single room. Please. Yeah, oh. Avec douche. Avec douche et salle de bain. Merci. I learned that parrot fashion. Au revoir. To the point where when I went on my first holiday to France, yeah. all I could go was a single room. Yeah. And you like, actually wanted a family room. They were like, do you want the family room? Yeah. No. I can only do et single. Euh, I didn't learn that. I only did. Est-ce que vous voulez le petit déjeuner? Unless you've got a let's revision guide, mm. we're in single rooms. Oui, je voudrais le petit déjeuner, s'il vous plaît. Right, come on. Okay, alors voici le petit test numéro un. Yeah. What is it, the theme? Alors, le thème, the theme, le thème yeah. est les vêtements. Clothing. Oui, c'est ça, très bien. Bon. Alors, numéro un, qu'est-ce bon. que c'est le chapeau? Chapeau, hat. Oh, chapeau. Numéro 2, qu'est-ce que c'est la jupe? Jupe. Tie. No. bastard. <laughs> jupe. No, can you start swearing in French, please? Merde. Merde. Okay. Scheiße. 
No, not German. Merd. We'll do German. Merd is a brilliant swear. Merd. That is such a better swear than shit. Yeah. Merd. Or say zut. Yeah, That's not really swearing. Zut. zut. No, zut. Zut alors. Zut alors. Go on then. Zoop. Vest. No. Skirt. Wrong. I wasn't wearing okay. one. Numéro 3. Le manteau. The manteau. Le manteau. Watch. No. These are That's hard. montre. You were close. These are really hard this Monto week. Montre is jacket or coat. <laughs> okay, numéro 4. Le pull. Le pull? Le pull. Swimming trunks. Non. Pull. P-U-L-L. P-U-L-L. Pull. Come on, think. Alors, on peut dire aussi le pullover. Pullover. Right, I'll give you that one. Okay, numéro 5, T-shirt. T-shirt. There, I did an easy one at the end. You got three. Uh, that's one of the three worst scores. You really need to do your revision. <laughs> I'm not happy at all. Oh. Hello. Uh, people are really loving this little visit to France. I know, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. All right, then. Oh, we need to do a sound effect of like a, a bottle of wine uncorking. Le Chateau Neuf de Papel. That's it. That's it. Well done. All right. That's it. Bonjour, the cheese. Uh, le fromage. Yeah. Oh, a bit of fromage. Oui, oui. Bit of brie on a nice baguette <coughs> with some butter. Bonjour. Ooh. Don't dirty to me. Would you like to drive down the Champs-Élysées like a lunatic? Yes, please. We will go to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, do you know what? And go to the top by yourself because your husband is scared of heights. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Uh, let's just say joyeux anniversaire to Ellie, who's turned 40 this week. Um, she was in Paris last week with her family. Oh, how perfect is this? And guess what, though? Because I said to her, get this. Yeah. It's this year, it will be 22 years since we were in Paris. Oh, my God. Um, I remember it on Le Metro. Yeah, and and um, she said now that at the bottom of the Eiffel Tower, you can't walk underneath it anymore. There's massive glass barriers Why? all the way around it. Probably because of all the attacks. So you can't just walk underneath the Eiffel you used Tower. To go underneath. that was a great photo opportunity, all the wasn't way it, looking up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't do it anymore. Well, if something went wrong at the top of that tower, you're screwed. Yeah. You ain't coming. That's like a big, la- big ladder. Yeah. yeah. Anyway... Au revoir. Au revoir. Merci. Merci. Au revoir. Bienvenue to Le Monde. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about me yeah. getting caught short. Pooping? Well, yeah. Right. Snowdonia. Oh, God. Did you see this story? You sent it me. It's awful. I was horrified. Because your dad's done a but, lot. Your dad's been up Snowdonia a lot, hasn't he? And all that, yeah. done all that. I've been but up Snowdonia. My, my, my sympathy mm. is with these people. So basically... The no, s- mine is. Because, but do you know that article you sent me? Because mm. it was the tour guide he was saying... Can was I just it? give the... Go give, on then, go on He then. said here, one of Wales' most popular mountain paths is covered in human stools. Carry on. Um, she's, I give them a bit more detail. Snowden guide Gemma Davis caught a man defecating yeah. on the mountains railway line. Yeah, she was disgusted at the state of the path. Yeah. and it, there's stools in paper cups. There's stools under stones. Yeah. I mean, it seems like everyone's having a yeah. bit of fun to me. And then she said, basically, there's no toilets, right? So she said the problem is so bad, she's having to warn people to mind the human poo. Yeah. The toilets at the summit are closed. There's no toilets 
that's in the cafe. Yeah. There's no toilets at the bottom. Yeah. You go in for a hike for seven hours. Yeah. She said, it's, be, it's unbelievable. People are stunned at what they see. She said she caught a guy going to the toilet on the railway line. Yeah. He quickly pulled up his pants yeah. and tried to make a quick getaway. Yeah. But I'd already seen it. Yeah. My group had already seen it. And we had to walk past his stool. Yeah, it's awful. But the thing is, I mean, what, what can they do? You can't just... She said, she said it's, it's not acceptable. Well, is shitting yourself. Are everyone going to go to Snowdon and then put themselves? Well, no, I think I actually... The, the overall feeling I got was that she actually did have sympathy with people pooing. Obviously, she was disgusted. But at the same time, she said the tourist board have got to work with them because, like you say, you cannot expect people to go to a... You know, if this is going to be a tourist attraction, which is what they do market it as... You've got to provide toilets, otherwise yeah. people will be pooing on the... I mean, if you're absolutely desperate, what do you want people to do? Pat, pat themselves? They want people to pat themselves and I have mean, it just rolling around in your elasticated trousers. But then again, I, but then the flip side to this is, is that people are idiots, right? Because I saw there was a picture on that article of people parking on that path, yeah. um, on that road up the mountainside. People park on verges, it makes it dangerous for cars passing... Because people are selfish, ultimately. They, they, you know, they want to get... People are stupid. Yeah, and, Most and selfish as well. Yeah. They don't give a monkeys. They want to get where they want to get, close to where they want to start their walk. They don't care, you know, I can just hear it now, you know. I don't want to pay for parking. Let's get up close. You know, that's that, what folk are like, aren't they? I'm going to drive, right? We'll drive as far up Snowden as we can. Do you know what? I think you've hit upon something there. Because I think the general public are idiots and i include myself in that yeah. most people are because idiotic. that's what i'd say is like you know like let's just think about it as well for us like obviously if we were doing something it would generally be with kids so you would have to think it through yourselves you'd be like right are there going to be toilets available if there aren't we're not doing it uh, but then the thing is i think it's socially acceptable to dangle your kids somewhere i think people would frown less about that if a kid was Particularly a wee yeah. behind a stone wall. Yeah, it's like a, a babble, It's like a babbling. Brook. I've not really got a problem with wee. I think the the poo. I think the adults squatting and dumping. Yeah, is a massive problem. I mean, I remember once when your dad used to do these mad fell runs. Yeah, one of them was like reading the map. Yeah, just popping a little pop out at the same time. Stood up. No. Stood up. Poo. No. Yeah, a, a guy. I wasn't there, but someone told me that. I forget his name. Anyway, he was reading the map, just going like, yeah, I think we need to take a left at Scarfell. And then if we take that bearing... And what, in his shorts? No, he just had his shorts down, but he just popped over the side of the hill. And That's he just rolled... That's weird. Down. That's weird. A stand-up pup. That's weird. Who stands up and pups? That's weird. That's like that giraffe giving birth. I'm sorry, I find that really odd. I've had to do it lots with running. To find somewhere. Yeah, so but you're that, not shit on the road. But I also panic. That is my worst nightmare. Being halfway up Snowdon, yeah. desperate for a pup, yeah. and there's just at people, well, loads of people. Can yeah. you imagine that? Easter Sunday. Awful. People people pushing those kids on trikes. There's families coming by. There's dogs Awful. sniffing around. And you're looking. There's no rock to go behind. No. What are you going to do? Well, Pup in a is, paper cup. I mean, it's like two, two guys, quite, one cup. I think I would fill a cup, I'm sorry. I'd just go in the pants. On a good day, you know I'm going to need more than a paper cup. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the flask, Julie. Well, a plant pot would be better. What, you take a plant pot? Yeah, pla- paper plant pot. The thing is... I'd, um, I'd have to just go and then <clears throat> just let it come out in instalments. Just let the trouser leg. It's horrible, isn't it? It's a massive problem. 
I don't know what the answer is. You can't put <sighs> a portal loo up there. What a shitty mountain. What do you do? Snowdonia. Right. Can Poo-donia. we just make this a public announcement now? Poo-donia. Right? This is a public announcement. Yes. Please do not go up Snowdon. Done it in Welsh. Do not go up Snowdon if you need a poo. That's not Welsh, is it? No. If you do need a poo, Scott, that's annoying. You need to take up with you um, a, a carrier bag, like a big doggy poo bag. I think there's a better Shit out. in a bag and you bring it down the hill with you. You said this on the pod a couple what? of weeks ago. What? The adult nappies is starting to look like the answer. No, not a nappy because that would be uncomfortable. You can't walk around with a so shit you t- in your You pants. take a carrier bag. You need to take up with you. Toilet you know, roll. right, do you remember when we bought that portable potty for Sophia? I do. So we did have the carry potty originally with Liv, which is brilliant but very expensive. So with Sophia, we had just one of those, like, it's like, it's like a, a handbag. little seat. You put a little bag in it and you poop into the bag and then you tie the bag up. Like a, like, it's basically like a doggy poop bag. Yeah. That's what people should be taking with them hiking. But then you'd have a load of adults just sat on plastic potties. I don't care. <laughs> At least there's no shit on the hill. But it's, a, it's an area of natural beauty. You don't be walking past Snowden on a Duke no, of Edinburgh going, how are we doing, guys? Just ignore the shitting dis- pensioner. I disagree. <laughs> Go I disagree. left in the shitting pensioner. It's better to shit in a bag than to, take, to leave it on the hill. It's better to shit in the bag than shit on a path. Yeah. But I just like I love the idea that your idea is like a load of pensioners or walkers mm. just morning. You know, you say yeah. good morning to people. Shit morning. in the bag, not on the hill. Reading the paper. We need a slogan, that doesn't work. Shit in the bag. Um Don't if it if, if not on the path, put it in your pants. No, that's no, not no. if you yeah, um, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. But you know I'll, the do, I'll, I'll you know the do the shiwi for Glastonbury for yeah. women that they can pee standing yeah. up. Yeah. That was genius. Yeah. That was genius. Yeah. We need an equivalent for the back end. Do they still have those shiwis? Yeah, they're really popular. One of the most popular selling items in the world. Are you joking? No, it's a it's a design design hit. It's genius. At festivals, it's a game changer. Because you just go in your tent and have it. Because also as well, women aren't queuing. It yeah. was a nightmare. I queuing used to see Glastonbury, in terms of festival toilets, the worst ones are the portaloos. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. There's that something about that heat, the chemical yeah. smell, the toxicity, yeah. the lack of air. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's like being yeah. in a smelly yeah. dream yeah. Yeah. Of nightmare. Well, I, I would I would argue then again for to have the portable potty well, for Can I tent. just tell you what Glastonbury did, which what? I think makes it the best festival? Yeah. They had deep dug troughs that were really, really deep. Yeah. And they had open air cubicles yeah. with things just up yeah, to your sides. Yeah, yeah. So yes, your dignity is not as good, yeah. but you're in the open air yeah. and you're crapping down six or seven feet. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That is the way. That yeah. I would prefer to crap in the open air yeah. than go anywhere near a portal. Yeah. So I think Snowden need to dig some trenches. Mm. If if this is going to become a problem, I don't know. Yeah. You can't have portal on Snowden. No. So anyway, do you know what the lose for Glastonbury must be a that is a massive logistical problem. Yeah, well, you're not allowed wet wipes. No, because they don't biodegrade. So they're they're very on it though. He's very on it with the eco thing because effectively it is manure in it. So it's human manure. Yeah, I mean some people shit on their own roses. You say that, but sewage is a problem, isn't it? I don't know. Can humans fertilize stuff like manure? How come horse shit? We is great. We say that's maybe great. that's because what horses eat. 
makes the uh, poo good. So maybe I'll tell you what you do. You let people up Snowden who have got a hay-based diet. Yeah. And then they can shit anywhere. Yeah. Well, I also said... So you've I, had a burger, I had this conversation when we looked at the cows yesterday. What? I was like, it's amazing, isn't it, that you they're a massive animal, but they're carnivores. Uh, they're herbivores. They just eat grass. These massive animals. Yeah. How do they sustain? I know they eat a lot of grass, but they're massive animals, aren't they, to be not carnivores? Do you think they're the perfect advert for the plant-based diet? Yeah, I mean, they're beef, They are, in a way. They're beefy, aren't they? Beefy animals, but yet they don't eat beef. And then ironically, we eat them. I know, it's wrong, isn't it? So they're doing their bit, but we're not doing ours. I think I could be veggie, Scott. Do you know the, do you know the amount of I meat? I could go veggie. Cows produce a lot of methane, though, mate. I know. It's damaging the environment, cow farts. Is it? Really? If we could harness their methane, put like a power plug Strap up their asses, you wouldn't need coal. Terrible. Solve the fuel crisis. Dreadful. I tell you what, but we wouldn't need if British Gas would up their game. If we all had Oof. our, if we all had our own cow with an extension lead up its ass, yes. we wouldn't need these energy no. companies. No, food for thought. Very good. Now, Saz and Steve have written in. Um, now, I have to say, I'm so jealous of them because they are. Well, as we record, I believe they're still away in their caravan. It looked good, didn't it? It looked good. And I was so glad they posted that because um, a couple of the listeners, they've converted an older caravan. How old was it? I think it was about the same age as your mum and dad's caravan. And they've done a brilliant job on it. It looks proper smart. They've, like, done wallpaper. Have they done it themselves? I think so. It's quite a kitchen, isn't it? They've got, like, sort of oh, flowery. It's wicked. It's, like, like cool, like, isn't it? Yeah, and new carpet. They've obviously recovered the cushions. It's got the vibe of a VW camper, but in a caravan. Yeah. I like they've it. They've got lovely little shelves, nice lighting, mm. um, television mounted on the wall, cool little kitchen area with, like, tiling. It looks absolutely... Are you jealous? Yeah. So Steve said a few things here. Um... It, it, we picked up on the fact that um, we talked about couples not talking to each other. In, yeah, this was last week when I saw a couple in a restaurant yeah. just not speaking. The yeah. silence of their cutlery clinking the plates yeah. was palpable yeah. tension. Yeah. Go on. Because he, we were say, he said there's a difference between couples who don't talk or couples who do sit in companionable silence. Comfortable silences. Exactly. And I do that think is there is a, a difference. Point. You know, when you actually, you do love each other and you're so comfortable with each other that you can't. And I think we do have that. So you've got to find the distinctions between contentment and resentment. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Do you know what we could do? There needs to be a game show. Yeah. I'm going to pilot it now. This what? is my idea on the pod. Right. You have couples in a restaurant, yeah. hidden camera, mm. You watch them sitting in silence and you yeah. have to go contentment or, or resentment. resentment. Oh, good. Is it contentment or, or resentment? resentment? And then you go, you have to, the winner then yeah. gets the, the winning couple yeah. gets the Actually, house. Actually, this was Saz who said I this, not that. Steve. But yeah. but yeah, I agree with that. And also she does say that um, she doesn't believe couples who say they don't argue. And I have to say... Um, yeah, she says they're either liars or yeah. one of them is a doormat. And I think potentially there's either, she's right, it's either that they're lying about it so they don't feel comfortable admitting they argue, maybe because of some sort of, I think sometimes people see it as failure and it's not yeah. failure at all. Or um, if you're genuinely unhappy, maybe, yeah. to admit that you argue all the time is just a signal that you're not right for each other. Or if you aren't arguing, I do think there is some sort of, 
There's an imbalance there, isn't there? Do you know you what? Know? There's nothing worse than if you... We've not we've not been in this situation, yeah. thankfully, because yeah. a lot of our friends are very happy, yeah. but there's nothing worse than being with a couple who are sniping at each yeah. other and you're like round their house or something yeah. and there's like genuine tension and all you can hear is just bullets of just like... Psh, 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 yeah. Of yeah. them just needling each other and then yours just sat in the middle going, so anyway, have we booked centre parks? And you can't sort of yeah. diffuse the tension in there. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. But um I just wanted to say um Steve has said we talked about spirit animals last week. Yeah. Your spirit animal. Um, Mine was the worker bee. What was yours? I can't remember, but Steve says hid would be. Um mine would be a panda. Chubby and clumsy, he says. Um worker bees actually fly their wings off. Oh, because they keep bees and the older bees have tattered wings. They actually fly themselves to death. Oh, God. Uh, they yeah, can fly that's what up I'm to saying. five they miles were... in search for pollen and nectar. That's I think me. that's fascinating. That's I really, me. I really do find bees fascinating. Do, do you know what? That's me driving to yeah. Norfolk on my birthday in yeah. search of laughs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, God, and he's given us a few more innuendo words. Are you ready for oh, these? Oh, for your list? Yeah, so we did have a cracking list last week of innuendo words. Uh, so he's added to them. Poke. I can't believe we didn't think of that. Fingering. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, but fingering's very blatant. Isn't no, it, it isn't because Oh, fingering yeah. the but when Especially anyone as a says, piano player. Yeah, when anyone say says fingering. fingering the A minor. Yeah. I mean you can't. Well, anal bottom. I did add bottom in this week actually, Steve, so you've you've beat me to When it. anyone says that, um yeah, yeah just yeah. a bit anal, mate. Nipple grease, yeah. vibe, yeah, balls, trump, hump. He's he's got it. Uh lube, erection, wood. Also I have a habit of pronouncing fajitas as fajitas we always say fajitas how it's spelled it's got to be done can i just tell you can i just <laughs> I, I thought about something else related to go innu- on innuendo i think there's visual innuendos yeah because you're listening yeah you're well not... when something's a bit phallic looking no not just no not that go on and anyone posts a picture of their bedroom yeah and there's a box of tissues at the side of the bed yeah I guarantee yeah. every bloke, yeah. if, if there's a picture of someone's bedroom yeah. with a picture of tissues, yeah. a box of tissues, they'd go, huh? tissues? Do you think so? Every time. Oh. If there's people listening, people make, blokes make That's that connection. That's a bit sad. No, it's like if someone posts a room at uni yeah. and there's a picture, there's a box of tissues on the side, they go, yeah. tissues, toilet roll, huh? got a heavy head cold, oh. a toilet roll, toilet roll. That's it's, sad. It's, we link that together. I get it, I get it. Weird people, aren't we? Ridiculous. Killian Murphy. Who? He's in Peaky Blinders. Oh, right. This guy. Okay. Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Right. We talked about accents before. He's taken his kids out of London because he says they're getting too posh. Really? He He says he wants the kids to be Irish. He's moving them back to Dublin. It says because basically, it feels the, that the sound in, the sound in two pots. No, I don't believe it. That's a bullshit article. <laughs> You're just rubbishing an I'm article. I'm going to ring him. Don't. Right, just wait there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Killian. Hello, Killian. Um, is this article bullshit about you moving your children out of London because oh. they're sounding too posh? To be sure. To be sure. <laughs> I knew it. They're just right. They've just got no news, have they? And they're just saying that you're doing that. Tarquin. Tarquin, put down the butler. Can I just say, though, if you are moving back to Ireland, is it just because it's beautiful, perhaps because you want to rekindle links with family, um, just because you prefer to live in a green and pleasant land? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. 
I knew it was bullshit. Thanks for confirming. Tra. Tra tra. See, I knew it. <laughs> well, I knew it. How quick was that to dispel that myth? I know. I think what it is is your children are brought up in a different environment. That's all. And I think he wants to reconnect them with the roots. Such a load of bullshit. Well, all, all right. Well, that might be bullshit. But the one thing that he said in the article, which I yeah. think is interesting, he talked about celebrity culture and a people's use of phones. Yeah. And he says he doesn't mind having photographs with people and meeting yeah. people. Yeah. What he finds really bizarre yeah. and unnerving is when is they actually sat- talk. No. He's sat on the tube sometimes and people's phones come out and they, do and a they start one. filming him. Oh, weird. That is weird. Silently. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. Because then it got me thinking. I just have to go, excuse me, can you stop filming me? But then it got me thinking, I've only ever been recognised once. But then you'd be filmed saying, can you stop filming me? And then it goes all over. Killian Murphy has a spat at yeah, fan has a who just fit. wants to meet him. Yeah. But then, hang on a minute, let me just ring him again. Okay. Killian, you know yes. when somebody films you on the tube? Oh, yes. Um, do tell I don't them know to, if he talks like that. I don't know. Do tell them to stop filming you. Oh, I will, yes. And don't worry about if somebody then posts that and says, oh, Killian's having a hissy fit on the old tube. Just yes. forget about it. I'm sure the uh, newspapers will take that as... All right. I see. Well done. Keep keep, keep up the good peekies. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Oh, peaky blinders. That's what, he's, that's what he does in that. Um, he said... I think he's a freaky-looking bloke, He's you know? a terrific actor, though. He's got such know. intensity. Um yeah, so he said he finds it. You get me thinking, I've only ever been spotted once. Do you yeah. not remember when it happened? At it's Annick the Sheik, Castle. Annick Castle. Yeah. During a battle reenactment yeah. where Sophia was hitting another child with a foam sword. Yeah. And a guy said, Are you Scott Bennett? Yeah. And I thought, This is the shittiest spot. Yeah. This is it. This, this is, is it. this is fame that for was me. The peak. Stood in a cagoule yeah. in Alnick Castle. Yeah. Watching my daughter hit another child with a foam sword. Yeah. Are you Scott Bennett? Can I have a picture? No one noticed. No, no. one gave a shit. No. It, and and we had the picture. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was it. Goodbye. Spent, uh, carried on with my scotch egg. That's it. Low level, isn't it? Low level. No mate. one's filming me in secret, no, are they? No, no, no. Do you think that'll no. ever happen? No. Thank you. <laughs> it's been good today, hasn't it? It's always good, you fucking idiot. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a fucking knob. Gemma, your language don't, is appalling. Don't include that, will you? What? That I've just said. Everything's going in. No, don't put that. This week's mundane task <laughs> How long was that run up? Come on, hold it together. Just a minute, just a minute. Can't believe I've forgotten it. Just wait, 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 wait. No. <laughs> oh my God. Just a minute. I should have written it down. Just a minute. Don't do the heartbeat. Just a minute. <laughs> Do you know what's funny?
funny as well. Looking at my notes compared to yours. Yeah. Mine just goes mundane task, Easter egg, 62 years. <laughs> Is 62 years as long as you're going to take you to remember what a mundane task? Just wait one minute. Don't pressure me because it is a really good one as well. Oh, fuck's sake. It wasn't a kettle because we've done that. It wasn't a rim, but it was... <laughs> oh, I've got it! I've got it! Yes! I've got it! Right, ready? Let's do it again. This week's mundane task is cleaning out your Dyson filters. Now, I'm not joking. This is a tedious one. Mm. And, it, and again, it's the, it's the task that is not recognized by folk. They're not going to come in and say, can I check your filters? <laughs> so we'll go on but it's filters. a job that needs doing. And if you don't do it, it doesn't optimize the use of your Hoover. Now, at the moment, my Hoover's under a lot of pressure. Okay, there's a lot of dust in our house. Oh, what well, the board are not happy with? Them, yeah, the, it's it's the, the, there's the, so much dust going they're on. They're going to lose the job. Every every Hoover I do up the stairs in the rooms, there's a lot of dust, and yeah. it's brick dust as well. Yeah. So um, I took the filter out the other week. It was absolutely minging. Really? And what I did was right. So um, on the Dyson that we've got, there's a ball. So there's a filter in there that needs washing. Um, then there's a filter inside the top of the cyclone bit. Now you flip it up and it's like a long um, cone. cone. Yeah. So I rinse that under hot water. So that's what you meant to do. But it felt like there was a, there was a bit of a knobble in it. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, what's that? So I went and got tweezers, put the tweezers down. What the hell is that? It's a, it's a digger. It's a digger. Um, I put tweezers down into the cone so you can't actually see to the bottom. Pulled, guess what it was? What? A massive hairball. It was so satisfying. I pulled it out. That's like going through the plug hole. And or it was it was harboring all dust and, and it was like a big hairball. Oh, massive. Like and a then, hay bale. Yeah, it no, it was just really bound coiled. up and coiled up and so then I could really clean the filter and it was it was flowing then. The dust was coming out and I did you it. Felt like you I had did it until back. the water ran clear. Like, so let's just make that like cooking a chick roast so what, chicken yeah, till the juices so, run clear. So listener out there, <laughs> rinse until the water runs clear. Okay. And really massage the filter because it does free up a lot of can we, can, claggy bits. Can we get a slogan for that? When your water runs clear, you're ready to go, dear. Yeah. Give us a cheer. Give us a cheer. You're ready to go, dear. I'm smiling from here to here. Smiling from here to here. The waters have run clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pour yourself a beer. Pour yourself <laughs> a beer. Do some pissed hoovering. Yeah. Does this, because there is a bit of a contention about the bagless hoover brigade. Yeah. yeah. The bagless thing. Most that, people are bagless now. Yeah, but is it better? Yeah. No. Why? Because in the days when you just had a bag, you just hoover, you chuck the bag, replace the bag. There was just... none of this filter bollocks. Does make you wonder no, whether the Mr. Dyson has solved bollocks? one problem and created another. No, of course he hasn't. There was no filters yeah, in bagless in bag days. you're not throwing away massive bags, are you? Yeah, but you're still emptying dust into, into another bag. bag. You are. It's still it's still a bagged 
vacuum, but you're the one providing the bag. Yeah, but do you remember how Think mu- about it. Yeah, but do you remember how much them bags used to cost? Five or each. A lot. It was a five or a They're them specific bags. Yeah, they had right. specific. They had like that cardboard... Little uh, ring. Yeah, that you, you slid in. Down. We had one, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did, mate. We shagged it because yeah. I hoovered water. Probably, probably. But anyway. Wow, so that's so, your mundane task. Clean your filters, everybody, and your suction will be a hundred percent better. Well and if I You can thank me later. And if there's one thing we know in society, yeah. you need decent suction. You do. And I have to say, there will be a listener out there who didn't even know the filter existed. But imagine how dirty it is. There will be some careless Dyson um careless Dyson owners out there who have never cleaned the filters. I know mm. you're out there and you're listening. But then they're... And I'm gonna tell you now. Do it. You will You will not regret but it. Their hoover, and you'll thank me. But their hoover must sound like an asthmatic choir boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got no filter yeah. power. Save your tears <laughs> for another day. Why are you singing that over there? Imagine that. Da, 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 Something wrong with my save hoover. Save <laughs> Let me do an impression of my hoover. <laughs> Right, thanks. That's enough now. That's before filter cleaning. Yeah. Afterwards. Very good. Brilliant. That's good. Well done. So you have been listening to Brew with the Bennetts with Gemma Jo Bennett and Scott Bennett. Thank you. We join you every Sunday uh, in your ears. We like to talk about mundane and inane topics yeah nothing is going to get righted in the world as a result of our conversation however that said <laughs> what i would like to say to you out there is that well, you would... will have hopefully had some distraction from the atrocities that are carried out across the world on a day-to-day basis jemmy you're making a sound almost statesmanlike <laughs> here what we would like to say to you is, is this is officially key working and we are a registered no, charity no, we're not and we we're are not. good people no, we're not shush what we would like to say to you is that um, uh, if you would like to get in touch with us and send us an email, please do. The address is bwtbpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you would like to tell your friends about it, just mention it. Just say, oh, there's this really great podcast we're listening to. It makes me laugh every week and it's just nice. Slip it into conversation. Slip it in. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Slip it in on the list. Also, um, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, it's at BWTBpod or on Twitter at BWTBpod. Scott's out and about across the country doing gigs. If you want to go and see him, fair enough. Hang on. No, 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 no. What? That's way too dismissive. I've got a tour starting soon. Come along to the goddamn tour. ScottBennettComedy.co.uk forward slash tour. Yeah. Don't just go he's out and about. He's out and about. Making me sound like some sort of If you want to watch any of our shit on YouTube, do. Spread it around. The Caravan of Love still getting watched. Okay, whatever. Um, Also, we have featured on the charts this week. Um, on the Arab Emirates, United Arab Emirates, UAE, and also on the Spanish charts. If we could potentially get onto the English charts, that'd be great. Yeah. So just download and share and subscribe. And also, yeah, if you that. are listening... Also, get... if you've not written a review yet, write us a review. Yeah. Oh, uh, you also, can do that on Apple Podcasts. Gemma, anything if else? If you are listening in the Gambia, yeah. thank you. Can you write to us and let us know who you What's are? What's going on in the yeah. Gambia? Love to hear from you. Maybe we could do a tour of the Gambia. Yeah. And also, um, can you write in with tips on what you're going to do with your Easter egg chocolate? Yeah. And that's it, really. So that's have a it. great week. Look after yourselves. Happy... Sunday, have a good Monday. Um, 
it's only this week and then you've got another bank holiday coming up so brilliant yeah your birthday good good news good news Tune in, it's Sunday!